Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Average Joe's Media production of the podcast, How Do You Feel About Jesus? I am the Average Joe Boo of Average Joe's Media, and I just want to say thank you for joining us today. And uh, today's topic, I told you, would be another characteristic of Jesus and something he has to offer in terms of example for us and how we can emulate him in the best possible way. And, uh, you know, it, it it's hard to follow love. It really is because love is such a great quality that if you possess it, if you demonstrate it on a regular basis, then you really have... Um, you're really ahead of the game, and, and you really have a great a great spirit about you. You have a great uh, mentality. You're able to get through a lot of things. You're able to make a lot of relationships last and be very, very fruitful. And, uh, you know, ultimately, I think you have a fantastic, a fantastic foundation if love is something that you emulate, and Jesus definitely emulated that and has a fantastic example that he set for us. Uh, following that, I think um, I think love is the source of most of the other, if not all of the other characteristics that Jesus has, and that Jesus makes sure that he tries to convey and demonstrate that we need to follow and tonight we're going to be looking at being forgiving, and Jesus was indeed forgiving. Uh, the first thing I want everybody to understand about me and the things that I um, I feel are necessary to acknowledge before you really listen or begin with any of this is that, uh, in you know, Romans 3.23, I mentioned this last time, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And 1 John 1, verse 8, if we, ha- if we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. And then just a little bit later, I think in verse 10 of that same chapter, it says, uh, if we say we have no sin, then we make God a liar. I may be misquoting that a little bit, but um, just off the top of my head, that's pretty much where it goes to. And so... We all are in need of forgiveness. There is no person here that doesn't need forgiveness, whether it be from God, whether it be from man. And, uh, and you know, forgiveness, ultimately, it's, it's a powerful, powerful force that allows us to let go of resentment and anger, and it really helps us get through a lot of tough situations, and it allows us to maintain relationships because love is not everything you need. Love is just one very, very important characteristic And again, I believe it is a foundation of every other characteristic that Jesus possesses and that we should possess. Uh, But, you know, we're we're all in need of forgiveness. And, uh, you know, to connect the last video with today, Jesus actually taught the relationship between love and forgiveness. And uh, he taught that in Luke 7, verse 47. For this reason I can say to you, her sins, which are many, have been forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven who he, he who is forgiven little loves little. And there is a there is a drastic connection between love and forgiveness. 
And I think that Jesus tries to make that known in that parable uh, in Luke chapter 7 there at the end of the chapter. We also have... uh, we also have that Jesus is an advocate of forgiveness. Jesus was a teacher of it. He made sure that if anybody had a question about whether or not they should forgive somebody or how often they should forgive someone, Jesus had an answer, and it was never it was never a stingy answer in terms of forgiveness, but Jesus was definitely an advocate of forgiveness. And in Luke 7, Chapter 3, uh, excuse me, in Luke 17, verses 3 through 4, he says to be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and and if he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times a day, returns to you seven times a day, I repent, then forgive him. Jesus is telling you that there is no shortage of forgiveness that you should possess because ultimately there's going to be no shortage of somebody doing something wrong towards you. There's going to be plenty of people that do something that that crosses you or that, that makes you lose trust, that makes you question whether or not they're sincere. And ultimately, forgiveness is something that you need to have on a regular, regular basis. Um, in Matthew 18, verse 21 through 22, and Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times. And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seven, seventy times seven. So, I mean, this is something where we're definitely trying to uh, see here. I mean, if you want to be extremely particular, Jesus is not putting a limit of 490 times that you forgive somebody. And then, you know what, when you reach 491, that's it. They, they've crossed the line. No, he he's he's just elaborating on the fact that seven is seven's just a number. Seventy times seven is just a number, but it's a number that's significantly greater and that you should greatly uh, increase in your forgiveness as sinning against you or or you know wronging you um, as it increases, your forgiveness should also increase. So um so Jesus was definitely an advocate of forgiveness. He he made sure to let people know if ever they had that question, should I forgive? How often should I forgive? He definitely gave you an answer and he gave you an answer that was that it was elaborate. That was again no shortage of forgiveness. Um Jesus also taught us that in order to be worthy of forgiveness, we ourselves have to be forgiving. So if you look in Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 through 15, For if you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive you your transgressions. So ultimately there you are looking at, why would I be worthy of forgiveness? In what capacity could I be worthy of forgiveness if I'm going to be unforgiving myself? And so it's a, it's a whole lot uh, like do unto others the way you would have them do to you. It's a whole lot like that, and that is a very, very good theme to live your life by. And ultimately, that's where love should come from. That's where forgiveness should come from. That's, how, that's where humility and all these other characteristics that I'm sure that we will address come from, is that 
if you want to be forgiven, then you yourself have to be forgiving. If you want to get or receive or feel love, then you have got to give love. And so ultimately, you have got to make sure that if you want that forgiveness, you better be forgiving. Uh, Luke six thirty seven. I think we talked about this time, this at the beginning of the last uh, episode. We talked about it in terms of judging, but here it uses the word pardon, and this is the New American Standard. All these verses are the New American Standard version today. Now I told you I'd be using different versions, but it uses the word pardon instead of forgiveness here. Pardon and forgiveness are synonymous. Um, so forgive, pardon, and you will also be pardoned. And then we also have in Mark eleven twenty five, whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions. Now, I don't necessarily like the phrasing of this one because it seems like the only reason I'm forgiving somebody is so God will forgive me. And that doesn't necessarily need to be the way that you interpret or take that to heart. But you need to understand that in order to in order to receive that forgiveness, you've got to be forgiving. And forgiving means nothing if it is impure, if it is, if it is for show, if, it, uh, if you do not take it to heart, if you do not mean it, then you're not really forgiving them. You're just saying, I forgive you, but it's really, really shallow, and it really means nothing. So that forgiveness has got to be, has got to be meaningful. It's got to be felt. And think about it this way. If you say you forgive somebody and you truly don't, then what happens if God treats you the same way that you're treated, that you're treating others? He says you're forgiven, and then, you know what, he, he really doesn't mean it. So think about it that way. If, if you want to seriously be forgiven by God for the things that you've done in this life, for the things that I've done in this life, then I have to seriously forgive those people that may... Um, that may overstep when it comes to something that, that they do towards me or uh, something that, that I feel like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe crossed the line. And so it's very, very important that you be forgiving, seriously forgiving, if you feel like you should be worthy of forgiveness. Because we're all in need, but we're not all worthy of it. And then Jesus continued a bit of a legacy in terms of forgiveness, his apostles continued teaching uh, the spirit of peacemaking and forgiveness. Now I use the term peacemaking. If you looked at the, uh, if you looked at the graphic or the image that I chose, I chose the olive branch. The olive branch is uh, like a you know symbol of of offering peace or uh, or reconciliation between two parties. It uh, it's very very symbolic, but. In, You've heard the phrase, I'm sure maybe when you were younger, you've heard someone say, go make peace. Well, that typically has two parts. Number one, it's the person who, who crossed the line needs to forgive, or needs to, needs to ask for forgiveness. And then the person who got crossed, the person who was wronged, needs to do the forgiving. And so peacemaking requires forgiveness of some sort. Um you know it's it's very very important it's a very very important quality in peacemaking to have some level of forgiveness and so that's why i chose that word uh in that uh in that quality there that the apostles continue to uh, to teach after jesus death and resurrection 
And then, um, and so it'll come up in a couple of these verses, Colossians three thirteen, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also you should be forgiving. And so, uh, because we have been forgiven, because we are our God, our Lord forgave us or forgives us, maybe on a daily basis, we need to also be forgiving to others. And then Ephesians 4, 31 through 32, let all bitterness and wrath and slander be put away along with malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also forgiven you. This is an excellent, excellent, excellent verse in order to help you calm down whatever that thing is that's that's getting at you, that's eating at you. And, uh, I mean, it's a great way to, to read that and, you know, take a breath. That verse basically says, take a breath, stop being angry, stop being bitter, and forgive. That's what that tells you to do. And uh, and whenever you read that verse, it should it should echo in your mind that anger just fuels anger, bitterness fuels bitterness, and and it, neither one of those things are conducive to for, to a forgiving spirit. And then in First Timothy four verse twelve, let no one look down on your youthfulness, but rather in speech. Conduct, love, faith, and purity. Show yourself an example of those who believe. So, again, I told you love, forgiveness is a quality of love that is necessary. Purity in your conduct. Those type of things are are necessary. If you're going to be an example, those things are necessary for you to be a peacemaker. Now, I know I probably uh, reached a little bit with that one. but uh, But, again, I mean, how can you look at that and say, that this isn't good advice from um, from Timothy to us today. And so, um, next, in 2 Timothy 3, verse 1 through 5, but realize that this is the last days, difficult times, um, for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient, ungrateful, unholy, unforgiving, um, irreconcilable, ma- malicious gossips. It's getting, kind of getting hard for me to read that, but uh, but second in Second Timothy, Timothy says, avoid these things. Avoid and notice unforgiving is something that we need to avoid. Therefore, it stands to reason that we should maybe avoid the unforgiving and then cling to the forgiving. Uh, in James 3, verse 18, And the seed of whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Again, making peace requires that there be some level of forgiveness and understanding between those who are involved in whatever situation uh, it may be. So, uh, and then the last thing, the, one of the last things I want to leave you with is Jesus not only advocated for forgiveness, he not only taught um, to have a spirit of forgiveness, he not only had his apostles continue that peacemaking and forgiving spirit, but Jesus at his 
worst time, at his most crucial time, was was asking forgiveness for those who were casting lots and dividing up his garments while he was in the middle of being ridiculed, persecuted, crucified. Jesus humbled himself. Jesus still retained love and compassion for mankind and was forgiving and was hoping God would forgive the men that did not know what they were doing. And then Jesus just, I hope you understand that that without love, I'm nothing. And without love, I cannot be forgiving. Without love, Jesus could not be forgiving. Without love, God would not be forgiving. Without love, you cannot truly forgive. And I think that it's imperative that Jesus was forgiving. And I believe that you too should be forgiving just like Jesus and with his example. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed this. Uh, I see a couple numbers down here that kind of make me think the live stream was a little bit different than last time, but uh, I hope everything worked out. Um, and uh, and I hope you got something from this. Joey, I appreciate you uh, if you're still on. You uh, you know what? You're the man. Yeah, you said you'd listen, and I appreciate that. Uh, make sure you share it out. Get the get the love, get the forgiveness going. Get the forgiveness train, the forgiving train going. But uh, until next time, I am the average Joe Boo, and we will see you down the road.